The Chicago White Sox were absolutely destroyed by the San Francisco Giants during the home opener on the south side. Uh, Sox pitching issued seven home runs, and five of them were given up by starter Michael Kopech. Uh, Speaking of five, that's how many hits the Sox had in the 12-3 loss. Uh, Some encouraging news about closer Liam Hendricks, and despite the loss, Yohan Mankata and Luis Robert uh, managed to provide some bright spots. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, our team, Chicago White Sox, they are now two and three on the year. Uh, some statements from Pedro Grifol, which I I did enjoy uh, prior to Monday's game. This was, of course, reflecting the split series in Houston. It came from a recent Athletic article by James Feagan. Uh, Grifol said, you know, I know we left some runners on base. Uh, We were playing the world champions in a tough environment, a tough place to play, and we had chances to win all four games. Uh, That's what I think. Our pitching was really good. I think they only had one extra base hit the last couple of days. We played well. We played well, and I think we showed them we're a pretty good ball club, too. This game uh, is a tough mental game, Grafol said. Sometimes it takes one swing to get you back where you need to be, and we've played four games. I told some of these guys, just keep playing. Just keep playing. Keep having fun. Uh, We're going to settle into who we are, and I think – when we settle in, we'll be all right. Grafal is definitely going to have to give some pep talks, maybe of that nature, after Monday's lopsided loss to the Giants. Oh, wow. I hope uh, I hope they just completely flush that one on their day off uh, on Tuesday. Try to get back to him just having some fun. That was uh, You're going to have those. You're going to have those games. I did not expect it. I don't think anybody expected it. Uh, a lot of hype, a lot of excitement, at least for me as a fan, for Michael Kopech. Uh, home opener, of course. Haven't been back into the ballpark than that disgusting uh, end of the season loss to the Minnesota Twins, something like 10-1, to 1, uh, where Davis Martin was rocked. Uh, looking forward to getting back to the ballpark, seeing what's been going on internally. You've been, kind of been able to see uh, the exterior and what they've been changing, but just wanted to get back in there. Uh, even though it was a split uh, against Houston, sometimes I feel like a split, you can feel like, well, we kind of lost that series. Or maybe a split, 
hey, I think we kind of won that series. It felt like we won that series in a weird way, just with the way this this team battled. And again, some some tough base running, some horrible uh, opportunities with runners in scoring position and obviously a shaky bullpen. But I, I did agree with Pedro Grafal. I thought the starting pitching uh, was a positive. And then uh, Monday happened. I have been to a lot of home openers, uh, tons of uh, White Sox games. I have never experienced such an embarrassment uh, during a home opener before. I can't remember one. I mean, the buildup, uh, the hype, pretty good weather. Uh, there were some sprinkles. Obviously, they moved up. Uh, the game time to accommodate uh, some better weather so we didn't get into any uh, Tuesday night storms. Or I'm sorry, Monday night storms uh, into Tuesday. Kopech and the White Sox looked absolutely exhausted from a tough, draining series uh, against the Houston Astros. That's just what it looked like. Uh, Grafol put out a, sol- a solid lineup, though. I mean, he kept uh, he kept with the theme of consistency, uh, but aside from a couple doubles and a solo homer, uh, by Robert. I mean, that, that was it. That was really, I mean, they had some chances uh, in perhaps being down seven to nothing uh, after the fifth was too deflating to fight back from. I'll tell you where, where the tone started. Uh, when AJ Brzezinski came out to throw out the first pitch, uh, he threw a, he threw a fastball to Lance Lynn and Lance Lynn dropped it, let it pop out of his glove. I mean, that's when you knew things might not go well for the Sox. Uh, on Monday. Uh, uh, unreal. Uh, absolutely unreal. I had an opportunity to walk around the ballpark and check out a lot of the new happenings because, look, staying in the seats uh, when it was going bad, uh, I just didn't want that as an option. And uh, being the first game, I went 500 level. I went 100. I went even down uh, to the old bullpen sports where I'll talk about that uh, in a little bit, but man, uh, Sox pounded by the Giants 12 to three. Uh, it was a clean first inning for Michael Kopech, but things escalated quickly. Uh, I guess Kopech hit 97 miles per hour from what I've read, but the average was 93, 94. Uh, now, I was sitting down the third base side, kind of tough to see where those pitch locations were that, you know, San Francisco just were clobbering over the fence. So I went back, I checked out some video and the video I saw, uh, it did not look like he had much movement at all on his pitches and the pitches were just being destroyed. They were, they were middle, middle, not competitive pitches at all. Now, if Michael Kopech uh, is going to be a pitcher and not a thrower, something that he's talked about. Uh, this past off season, he has got to learn from this uh, past outing, and he's got to learn uh, fast. You cannot groove uh, fastballs that sit low nineties uh, at middle middle without mixing things up every now and then. I mean, there was no movement uh, on his stuff, uh, and I where was the help at? Is what I kind of wanted to know. I mean, there was an off day on Tuesday. By the time Jake Diekman started warming up in the fifth inning. The game was out of hand in my mind. I mean, with a day off on Tuesday, I was surprised that Pedro Grafol uh, was not quicker to use that bullpen. You know, it was it was pretty clear uh, that Kopech just didn't have it. But he, he let Kopech, you know, just kind of wear it during the home opener in front of the home crowd. Uh, I don't think you needed to wait to the fifth uh, to see what was really going on. But uh, I think Grafol wanted to at least get him through the fifth, uh, you know, as a goal, as an objective. 
it was just an absolute mess. Again, clean first. Everything was great. Kopech looked good, looked sharp, uh, you know, attacking the zone. And then everything fell off. There's some reasons that, you know, we'll talk about here in a moment. Uh, Kopech's final line, four and two-thirds innings, eight hits, seven earned runs, three walks, five strikeouts, and five home runs. Uh, he threw 91 pitches. Some history. I guess we all witnessed some history on Monday. Kopech's five home runs issued uh, in the 2023 season debut tied a record for most given up uh, by a White Sox pitcher in a single game. Uh, Diekman was next. He had two innings, uh, two walks, three strikeouts. Uh, Lambert, uh, inning in a third, one hit, one walk. Not bad. Uh, Jose Ruiz, ouch. Uh, a third of an inning, three hits, five earned runs, a couple of walks and two home runs. And uh, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Hey, look, I'm excited to have Hanser Alberto on this team, but uh, didn't see him coming into pitch during a home opener. Uh, he came in uh, and gave two thirds of an inning, uh, two hits uh, in a home run. So that, that you know, anytime you see a, a bottom line, and you see a position player pitching, you don't even have to look at the score. You do not have to look at the number. You know it was lopsided, and it sure was. Uh, this was Kopech after the game. If there was a specific positive to take away from today, the changeup is better than it ever has been. Uh, I have a fourth pitch that I'm comfortable throwing. Unfortunately, the three I've always been comfortable throwing got hit pretty hard. Uh, Pedro Grafol said Sox will study the video to see if Michael Kopech might have been tipping his pitches on a day where he gave up five home runs, including four in one inning. Uh, Grafol said uh, they'll leave no stone unturned in figuring out what went wrong on Monday. And that's a part of it. That's a real thing in baseball. It doesn't matter whether it's him or whoever it is. Every time Somebody pitches for us the next day. We're watching video to see if anything like that is happening. That's just a part of our uh, checklist. Um, I saw a little bit of the post-game Kopech interview on NBC Sports Chicago. Again, I just saw and heard clips. It sounded like what Kopech was saying a little bit. Uh, sounded like the pitch clock, 20 seconds with the runner on, uh, was not enough time to gather himself. I could be wrong, and maybe I'm taking that out of context, but if I'm hearing that, uh, it's just, you know, obviously he was getting peppered uh, left and right, uh, giving up a lot against San Francisco, and he might just not have had an opportunity to catch his breath and uh, maybe a, a negative to the pitch clock. I don't know. I'll have to go back and re-listen to that Kopech interview, but uh, maybe he's tipping his pitches. But look, if you're throwing 93-94 middle-middle, I don't, you know, you don't need to tip anybody. Like they're major league hitters. They're going to crush you. I mean, he was not competitive. It didn't look like he had much movement at all uh, on Monday. Uh, some missed opportunities, uh, but San Fran starter, hey, he had a great outing. Uh, Mancata continued to hit. Uh, Robert flexed his power and also made another highlight reel type catch. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. 
Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you uh, with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, a game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Uh, it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price uh, guaranteed. Uh, I thought we'd see a little bit more offense. (laughs) This is maybe the understatement. Uh, of the day Uh, only three runs five hits uh, doubles by Mankata and Vaughn and a solo home run uh, by Luis Robert Jr. who in the last couple days has really mashed the ball it's good to see Sox were one for seven with runners in scoring position what new Uh, they only struck out five times and drew two walks Uh, Dee Sclafani he was your starter for San Francisco He was sharp, six innings, three hits, four strikeouts. That was it. Look, Yohan Mankata continues to be a bright spot offensively. I thought uh, he was the guy for sure uh, in that Houston series, going eight for 18 and home runs, doubles. uh, That was awesome to see. And he looks like he's having fun. It really does. Smiling in the dugout. I mean, showing some emotion. Uh, So he came up. He had a double uh, on Monday. Robert has come around with his bat, made another dazzling catch in center field to rob uh, a home run. It could have been worse uh, for Michael Kopech and better for the Giants if it wasn't for a highlight reel-type catch by Robert uh, on Monday. Uh, He is a difference maker uh, out there in center field. I hope you've had an opportunity by now to watch some of the uh, catches he had in Houston, especially on Sunday. Uh, the one he had late in the game, I believe it was the ninth inning, where Ben Attendee, like jumped over him as Mankata was sliding uh, in left center uh, to snag a baseball. That one, I, the the amount of space that he made up in a short amount of time, gosh, he he's a difference maker with the bat. He can be, okay? He looked lost at, at the beginning of the Houston series. He's come around. Uh, he's starting to flex his power but what he can do defensively. That, that's why I think he he absolutely is an AL MVP candidate. And uh, boy, please, please. Hey, I can I can stomach right now a lopsided loss. Everybody got out of that game uh, healthy. Speaking of lopsided losses, I do not like off days after a blowout loss. I don't know about you. You know, I'd love to see the sacks get right back at it, uh, wash away the bad taste, but... You know, I think maybe it's for the best. Uh, And with the weather forecast on Tuesday, they might not even be able to get uh, a baseball game in. Uh, Dylan Cease is going to be your guy on Wednesday as the Sox continue things with the San Francisco Giants. How will his follow-up be from the masterpiece uh, from opening day? I mean, 
tough to think he can do any better. And sometimes that's just not the case. I mean, Steve Stone has talked about it in telecasts. And I used to hear this from uh, pitching coaches in high school and in college. It's it's very rare when you've got your A stuff. Uh, it's you're more, more, more likely you've got like C plus B minus, and that might even be good. And you just have to battle. You absolutely have to get creative. Um, you, you're, you're, you're trusting your catcher, hopefully in the scouting reports that have been done. C's had his a plus plus stuff on opening day. I mean, he looked just absolutely unhittable. What Hawk Harrelson used to say, Nintendo type stuff. Uh, so how will he follow up? You know, how will he how will he look, uh, you know, with with maybe a questionable weather situation in Chicago uh, on Wednesday? So looking forward to that. Dylan Cease uh, giving up one run on four hits with three walks and four strikeouts and five innings against the San Francisco Giants in his career. A very small sample size. Uh, He was credited with the win. Uh, And that outing against the Giants uh, was in San Francisco. That came on July 2nd uh, last year, so pretty fresh. Uh, From MLB.com, they had a little blurb, uh, one takeaway for every team uh, from their opening series. uh, And, for of course, the White Sox starting pitching will keep them competitive every night. Uh, Thank goodness it was written uh, before Monday. Will Leach. Again, uh, the gentleman predicting the White Sox to win the AL Central and win 90 games. This is what he had to say. Uh, It is not fun to look at the schedule and realize your season is starting with four games against the defending World Series champions on the road. Uh, But the White Sox more than held their own, splitting the series with the Astros, thanks in part to solid starts from Dylan Cease, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, and Mike Clevenger. Uh, The bullpen certainly had some issues, but this is a rotation this team can win with. Hopefully, uh, Michael Kopech's start was uh, simply an outlier. Um, I thought he looked good in spring training. His last spring training start against the Cubs was not so good. Uh, And he talked about that, and he was not happy. He was aware of that. He just didn't brush it off of, well, that's just Arizona. Uh, He was very aware. Um, And so I don't know if it's a tipping thing. uh, I They'll go back and take a look at it, but you can't groove 93, 94 mile per hour fastballs, uh, middle, middle on, uh, on major league baseball teams. Uh, it was a bad, uh, very bad outing. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know where you go from here with that. If it's not tipping pitches, um, more competitive on your secondary stuff, uh, living more on the corners, mixing up the eye level again, Maybe he's got that in, in the back of his mind. He still thinks he's pumping 98, 99 miles per hour. So sit down with Ethan Katz and hopefully figure it out. A uh, little bit about the uh, you know home opener experience. Uh, it was pretty packed. It was definitely not a sellout. Uh, you saw a, a lot of splotches in the uh, 500 level and even at the 100 level. Exterior of the ballpark looking good. Again, I talked about the south end of lot B with all the AstroTurf and protecting old uh, Comiskey Park home plate. You've got a Lion and Kugel lounge down in the right field, which used to be the bullpen sports bar. That is completely different looking in there, Uh, repainted, redesigned, and they've even got a tabletop uh, shuffleboard uh, game uh, down there in in the lounge, which was kind of different. Haven't seen that uh, in any stadium before, so that's new. Went up to the High Life uh, Bar and the Blue Moon Lounge up there on the 500 level. Honestly, folks, 
I didn't think much of it. Uh, there's some places to sit, some tables and chairs. Uh, but unless you get there kind of early and are able to get right by the railing, the guard railing, to get a, a pretty nice view of the ballpark, you're stuck five rows deep and you really can't see much. So uh, it's it's another place to maybe sit with a drink and food. Uh, there are some TVs around, but I honestly, I didn't think too much of those locations. Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to talk a little bit about this uh, in the previous episode, but since, you know, we've got a home White Sox baseball happening on the south side of Chicago, I wanted to highlight a couple places in case you get to the ballpark early. Maybe you just want to park, wander the neighborhood, or maybe you want to go ahead of time, eat, and then park uh, and attend the game. I mean, places like Rick Benny's, which is a staple. Uh, Kathy D's is a great uh, sandwich shop, uh, not too uh, far. Uh, Phil's, of course, I talked about Phil's Pizza. Uh, 35th Street Red Hots, everybody knows that. Uh, Turtles and Cork and Carry. You got Shinnick's, which is a little bit further away. Uh, no food there. Uh, Wings and Rings on Halstead, of course. Greek Prime, not too bad. Ballpark Pub. Uh, I like Antique Taco a lot down 35th Street, uh, west of the ballpark. Uh, Jackalope Coffee and Stockyard Coffee are, are somewhat nearby. Uh, both have breakfast sandwiches. Uh, they're open early, especially on those weekend days. And then you've got Maria's Bar, uh, which has uh, been a well-known watering hole for some time. So a, a few spots. There's so many others. Uh, and when I stumble upon a new one, I'll try to let you know. Uh, but they're out there. Uh, you have to look for them a little bit. They're not, they're not lined up like they are on the north side. Uh, they're out there, uh, you know, speckled in the neighborhood, but uh, some good stuff. Uh, encouraging news about closer Liam Hendricks and uh, more from Michael Kopech on his miserable uh, Monday outing. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Hey, really excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB manager, uh, GM and uh, managing your professional baseball franchise? Your dream can come true. Uh, this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. Play through the season and lead your team to glory. Hiring the right coaches and staff, scouting and drafting players, navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. And now is your chance to prove that you can be more competent than Rick Hahn. No guarantee that you'll have as much job security as him, but it will be fun to have a seat at the table over and over again. Hopefully you set the market and be proactive instead of reactive. Locked on White Sox listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. Uh, so make sure to check it out. Download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your uh, dynasty uh, today. Uh, Liam Hendricks provided uh, a little uh, video presentation before the first pitch, which was really great. Uh, Sox pitcher Liam Hendricks entering the final round of chemotherapy to treat his non-Hodgkin lymphoma. He said Monday in a social media video, uh, here is what you need to know. Hendricks is not currently playing with the White Sox, but the team didn't uh, put him on the 60-day injured list to start the 2023 season. I'm starting my last round of chemo today, so I'll see you guys on the south side soon. 
Uh, Hendricks said in the video, uh, he did not provide a timeline for his return, but still, that is pretty awesome stuff. Uh, more from Michael Kopech on his uh, Monday outing. It's tough to take a hit like that, especially the home opener, one that feels pretty important to the fans, uh, but we're going to put it behind us and keep working. Uh, for the most part, the team is in a good spot. Uh, guys have been swinging it well with the exception of today. The starters were going well. The bullpen has been great. I don't think anybody is too put off by this except for me, and I'll get over it. Yeah, not necessarily that it was the opener, but this was a tough way to start the season, Kopek said. With the way the team started in Houston, the fans look at that and have some excitement on a personal level. For this to be my first start, it's a tough one to swallow. So, I mean, how do the White Sox respond to a very lopsided loss? Uh, you've got a day off to recover. Uh, you know, can the Sox get back on track quickly? Uh, maybe just focusing on flushing this, uh, you know, away, as uh, Grafol said. But really, one of Pedro Grafol's first big tests, uh, first lopsided loss of the season. Uh, how does he uh, rally everybody? What does he say to them? Maybe it's not much at all. Uh, exciting to have Dylan Cease uh, back on the hill when they get back in action on Wednesday. Hey, thanks so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere uh, you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTV. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, thanks for making White Sox, uh, Lockdown White Sox, your first listen. Hey, for your second listen, check out the Lockdown Fantasy Baseball uh, podcast. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best uh, fantasy draft strategies. Find Lockdown Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, on the next episode, I'll uh, take a look at uh, just how the season has fared so far uh, as a team and individually, uh, and then as the Sox get back, to action with the Giants uh, on the South side on Wednesday. Hey, really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.